Hi everyone and welcome to the Spencer Lodge podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Lodge, and it's my job to make the time you're about to give me as valuable as possible. My job here is to share content I've made from across all of my endeavors and ventures as an entrepreneur and to bring you stories and lessons and insights from my conversations with some great achievers in business and personal development. I'm an author, I'm the CEO of the Blue Sky Thinking Group here in Dubai, and I'm a really passionate content creator. Also on my own creative journey, and with so much going on, this show is a way for me to funnel out value from all of the work my team and I are doing so we can share it with our audience online in an easy audio format. For those that attend my seminars, follow me on social media. This is just some extra material to get stuck into in your own journey in business, sales and personal development, or actually whatever aspect you're working on and improving your life. In today's episode, I'll be doing that by sharing an interview I did with Gemma Sexton, who's a presenter on Dance FM, which we recorded in January of this year. Now, Gemma Sexton, you know, radio presenter, came at me with lots of questions to to really talk about and really understand what you can do to be successful in the new year. You know, New Year's resolutions, get going. And, you know, if you're in sales, the kind of things you need to do so that you can accelerate through Q1 and be successful throughout the year. We were introduced by a guy, by content creator, actually, a guy named Raj Katecha, said that really you should get on the show because Gemma's a, you know, a really positive person who has got a big audience and we could really add some value on that. But I'll share more when I come back at the end of the interview. Now, the interview lasts around about 15 minutes, and I really enjoyed it because when you're on radio and you're live um, and you know there's an audience listening and you know someone's going to throw questions at you and you don't know what those questions are, it gets me into the, my peak state. It's that being alert, knowing that I've got to think on my feet rather than have anything that's scripted or put together. There's a, there's a lot of incredible takeaways, especially if you're currently in the world of sales or business development, um, or you're trying to build a business as an entrepreneur yourself. So I hope you will benefit from it. Now, if you've enjoyed several of these podcasts, or even if it's your first one, I'd really love you to uh, rate and review the show, ideally a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, you know, or some love on SoundCloud comments. It will all help to get the show discovered. So it's a big, big, big please. If you could go and do that, I would really, really appreciate it. So if you're ready to get stuck in, I really hope you enjoy my interview with Gemma Sexton at Dance FM. Remember, at the end of the interview, I'll be back to tell you more about how the interview took place, what I've learned and applied, uh, and share a few extra notes about the content. Without further ado, let's listen to myself and Gemma. Make It Happen, an online platform equipping clients with the right tools to achieve their full potential. What secrets can you share with us to unlock our own? Well, that's an interesting question, isn't it? First of all, thanks for having me on the show. It's nice to be here. I really appreciate you inviting me down. I'm sure a lot of your listeners just want to listen to dance music and not to a business guy, but... uh, Not true. (laughs) They're all tuned in now. We want to make the most of the new year, so how do we do it? Come on. There's loads and loads and loads you can think about, but first of all, I think it's important to understand that when you when you're trying to plan your new year a lot of people go for the that long picture they think of 2019 i mean we all hear it don't we 2019's gonna be my year but like with all of the people i employ the executives that i have and the people that i coach i ask everybody to just slow things down a bit break it down and start thinking about just just the start of the year first of all so can we get the first quarter clear in our mind and plan around that and then can we break it down just into each month and think about what can we do in january such a simple thought but so powerful i was just saying bite-sized pieces because you can get overwhelmed the pressure of this daunting 2019 
in the hole, whereas you're just saying, yeah, cut it out and take it almost day by day. I think day by day for me, but you're working on quarters. That's also a good target. I think the term, I employ a lot of people. I have a team of people and whenever I'm employing a new person, they all come to me with their big plans and their big aspirations. And for me, it's like, let's just slow things down. Let's understand what you can do in the next 30 days. What really can you achieve then? And once you're clear on that, let's focus on trying to get that done before we start. I suppose it's walking before you run, isn't it? Let's get that, let's get that done first. And people that do that then can see the finish line. And when they see the finish line, it will give them more confidence and it will help motivate them then to think about what they can do for the next month. Good point. Noted. I need to start crawling first. Now your experience then, so it stretches over 25 years where you've traveled the world training thousands to successfully take their careers to the next level. What's the most common roadblock though that you find people face that inhibits their progress? Yeah, it's a good question. I think because I work in sales, I think we first of all have to understand sales as an industry. It seems to be the orphanage of employment, to be honest with you. you know, anybody can get a job in sales in most countries around the world. And so, <laughs> That's an honest <laughs> point of view, yeah. But people, people, you know, they leave school, they leave university, they don't know what they want to do, and invariably they'll end up falling into sales because lots of people have the opportunity to do so. But the reality is most people aren't really that good at it. Mm -hmm. They're good at other things, they just don't know that yet. So maybe they'd be great nurses or, or they'd be great interior designers or great radio presenters. <laughs> And they don't know that. And so for me, it's understanding whether sales is the right thing for you to be in in the first place and being clear on that. And then I think the next roadblock that people really face is rejection. You know, sales, isn't, you know, sales and building business isn't an easy thing to do. And you face a lot of rejection. You know, I get it every day, but I'm conditioned to understand what rejection really means. And being conditioned to understand it, I know that when I get the no's, when I get people that won't give me the answers I'm looking for, it bounces off me. You know, I'm working on four or five deals at the moment. They're not all going to come in, but I'm still going to go at 100 miles an hour working through those deals because some of them will. And that would be a good year for me. And in fact, I can actually work in your advantage. It can give you fuel, fire in your belly to move forward. Without a doubt, yeah, that fire in the belly is great. So there's no questioning you're an inspiration for many. Uh, you've even been voted into the top 100 most influential people in Dubai. But what I really want to know is who inspires Spencer Lodge? Yeah, many, but I think that, you know, I'm really into my health and fitness at the moment. And most people, you know, the listeners can't see me, you know, I'm not an overweight 48 year old guy. I'm a kind of, I'm okay, you know. He's an absolute beast. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm no Iron Man. But I think that um, uh, Maria Conciasau, if you don't know her, she's just such a great inspiration for me. She's, you know, eight Guinness World Records. She's been to the top of Everest. She's just about to swim the English Channel. I mean, th this lady has, has got this mission and it inspires her to think about the kids that she's helping with the charity she works for. And that is an inspiration for me every day to work and focus on what I want to achieve. And you know, this year is my planning year. Next year, I'm going to get to the top of Everest in my 50th year. And so I get that inspiration from her because grabbing a coffee with her, she's like, you can do it. I need to do it. And so if I can do it, you can do it. And you find it hard to say no. Oh, on the weekend, I just, you know, summited Everest, as you do. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it's just the beginning then for you. Watch this space. And you recently debuted your first book, Making It Happen, which is an achievement in itself. Congratulations. But double congratulations for the fact that it listed as the number one bestseller on Amazon. Did you anticipate this? Yeah. I think that we have to go back and understand why I wrote the book in the first place. You know, for the last 25 years, I've been building businesses as an employee and as an employer as well. And after building all of those businesses, I knew the secret to help people make money and grow. Um, and 
that, that there's demonstrable evidence of that. And that's what I put in the book. I literally gave people a step-by-step -step guide to what I've done to make the success that I've created and give people the opportunity to just take what I've learned, read the book and apply it to their business. So that's really where it came from. And not only that, I guess it really was the next step to sharing your knowledge. So you've gone from presenting it around the world, now you need to put it into writing in a book, pack it up, and there someone's got all the answers in one get to go. Yeah, I think so. Um, and you know what, they, they say that everyone's got a book in them, and I think we all have. And so being, being able to take my experience and, and that knowledge and put it into a book just has unleashed this opportunity for me to now think about other books that I can write as well and, and share oh, more of my knowledge. I was going to say, is there something else in the pipeline? So there could be. You're not going to get you're not going to get the scoop on that oh, today. Come on. <laughs> well, I think we got a big enough hint just there. Uh, now, since launching your online platform and now your book, how has your attitude to success and even your guide to achieving it evolved over that period of time? So 25 plus years now in the business, surely your attitudes have shifted. I think that, that I'm a sales guy through and through. And so when I look at any business and I look at people being successful, I always put my kind of my sales mentality behind it. You know, I've got lots of people through the businesses that I run and they, they get frustrated sometimes that I always come at it from a sales perspective. But I've been able to, to now educate CEOs and managing directors, sales directors and leaders in industry, uh, looking at how they can generate more revenue through their business by being smarter at being salespeople. And then, so what I did on top of that was to create a, an online academy to make it happen university where I've got literally 450 videos, a, 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 back, a front to back training course where people can sit online and learn what they need to learn about the skills that I've got. Now, the reality is not everyone's going to use it. Not everyone's going to listen. Not everyone's going to apply it because not everybody does. Mm -hmm. But those people that do really want to get that kind of success, um, it seems to be I have that synergy with those people. I bet. Now, new year, new Spencer. <laughs> now, we heard you're shredding for 2019, but what is your 2019 motto? Well, I think that... Uh, I've always said, because of how I think, that make it happen is, if you're going to have a motto, that's mine. And it's not something that, that I think that we, I, I employ lightly. It's something I think really long and hard about because in every aspect of business that I've been in in my personal life, you know, I've got a humble beginning like many people. Making it happen has always been the way that I've always dealt with adversity. You know, whatever the problem has been, whatever the issue is that I've faced, it's like, well, you can make it happen. There's a solution here. So just make it happen. So I don't think I have a new motto. I just think it's the same thing every year for me. Spencer, make it happen. Come on, get it done. But not letting it sit back on the back seat, keeping the fire, as we spoke about, keeping that fire burning and maintaining that adrenaline. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. And then there's, and on top of that, it's like, like taking that and then applying that, you know, as you can see, there's loads of stuff for me on social media. I'm, I'm here, there and everywhere. But, you know, it's taking it to the next step, doing even more that's more applicable to people. So I don't know if I can mention this. We've got a podcast that's just, am I allowed to mention the podcast? Okay. So we have a, a podcast that's just about to be launched called the Spencer Lodge podcast. And that again is a new step for me, moving in another direction of sharing content with people in a way that, that they, they find easy to consume and valuable to them. Well, certainly nice to see that you're living up to your own advice, uh, talking about breaking it up, and this seems to be your first quarter goal. Already a big tick for that. Now, lastly, you're not only one to seek um, pushing the limits professionally, but also personally. You have summited Mount Kilimanjaro. You cycled 1,000 kilometers for charity. What would you say you're setting your sights on for this new year? Okay, so I... Every year I kind of have these big plans, but this year it literally is development year. 
I want to get to the top of Mount Everest when I turn 50. And so, no, that's next, that's next year. So, so. Yeah, there's a lot to it, you know. This is a this is this is a big commitment. Roll out of bed and let's go for a big hike. So yeah, I, well, I went to Everest Base Camp last year, so I got a chance to see what it was like being at base camp, and now I know what's included. I've got to get that training done. So this year it's like prep year, planning year. I'll, I'll do the cycling. I'll climb a few more mountains this year, so that I'm really lined up and and geared into making sure that I'm healthy and fit and confident, you know, and and focused on being really strong at 50. And I think that living in Dubai is a great place to be able to do that you know that people say well it's the desert but that environment's tougher here in the summer and if you can train through that heat and you can train in the desert it prepares you for an awful lot that goes on in other parts of the world where the climate's a lot easier to cope with. Holy moly so your 50th year the biggest year yet to come would you say it takes a full 12 months to prepare for Everett? It takes 18 months, I think. Maria told me she did it in 12, and I'm like, darn it. But, but I'm, I think it's 18 months, and there's, lo there's lots to learn. And I think that focusing on making sure I understand what it is that I've got to do, and then just committing to it, stay, staying really, really honest with myself, being really self-aware of my own physique and what I've got to learn, and also my mental capacity. Exactly. Um, and then pulling in the resources here in Dubai. I mean, there's so many people here that have got so much that they can add value with, that it's just, uh, I'm, a, I'm happy to be here because of what I can learn from people. Yeah, the resources to prepare you and that's the thing you don't want to go in half prepared and then get halfway up and you've got to turn back down so you're going to go in gung-ho and hit it to the top plant the spencer lodge flag thank you so much for joining me today you're very welcome it's been great to be on here so thank you very much for inviting me it's nice to be in a place where there's a nice energy and a nice vibe lots of people you know, consume my content and if they want to they want to hear me and they want to see me I'm, I'm out there all the time anyway so if you go onto youtube instagram or facebook you've only got to type my name in and for the people out there that need this kind of high energy this this guy that's got this 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 knowledge and this commitment to be able to make things happen then genuinely go find it it's out there <laughs> So there you have it, my interview with Gemma Sexton from Dance FM. I really hope you enjoyed it. It was worth your time. You learned a lot more about her story and a little bit more about mine. And uh, it made you feel good about yourself, knowing that there's, uh, there's some stuff you can do this year to have a really successful 2019, no matter what time of the year you start. So a little bit more about this, how this interview came about. Gemma approached Raj Kotecha. Raj said to me, you want to get on the radio with uh, Gemma on Dance FM? And I was a little bit of hesitant, to be honest with you at first. I'm like, do I, do I really want to be associated with Dance FM? Do the listeners just want to listen to dance music and not me rambling on for 15 minutes? As I was going through the interview, I remember so much more about the fact that well, there was actually something really funny that happened as we started the interview people knocked over a glass of water all over the desk where her mixing desk was the mics were and everything else so as this interview was going out live there literally people running around with tissues between us trying to mop up all this water but Gemma was really warm, kind-hearted and welcoming. She was so fantastic to have me on the show and enjoy the time talking with her. But she asked me some questions and I thought they were really interesting points. Um, first of all, New Year's resolutions. And, you know, people talk about, you know, setting a goal, breaking it down, working over the year, the blah, 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 standard stereotypical stuff you hear. But for me, it's important to break it right down and stop thinking about the whole year. Just think about the month. What could you do for the month? And that was a real takeaway, I think, that people took from, from listening to that side of it. 
Also, something I spoke about, about salespeople being the, essentially your sales being the orphanage of industry. I think that is a really resonating point for many people because you know what? A lot of people do get into sales and they get into sales by accident or they get into sales because they can't get into what they really want to do. And, and lots of companies will take people in sales where they don't have to pay them either a high basic salary or any, any salary at all. And I suppose that's why there's hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people in network marketing and direct selling jobs around the world that are struggling to get by because they got a job, but did they get much more? And I, I think that, uh, to be honest with you, I would just so wish that people that really wanted to be in sales got into sales and people that wanted to do other things, they would follow their passion and they would follow what really mattered to them and really excited them, no matter what that was. If you enjoyed the podcast, if you've got any feedback, please drop me a note. You know, any of my social media handles, Spencer.Lodge on Instagram, Spencer Lodge Make It Happen on YouTube, or Spencer Lodge Official on Facebook. You know, I'd love to hear anything you have to say, or you may have learned, or started applying from this, or any of my other shows. If you're feeling extra generous with your time, a five-star review, or comments on SoundCloud, or anywhere you see this podcast would really help grow the podcast and get it out to more listeners. That bigger audience only means that it's going to be easier and easier for me to interview you bigger and bigger and bigger successful entrepreneurs business people celebrities etc so i really need as much support as i can get from you guys and so there's my shout and my request to you coming up in the next podcast i have sid and manta from startup hustle that are running an incredibly successful podcast themselves um, they interviewed me a couple of weeks ago on their podcast show and i was really in excited to see how young people in business understood how important a podcast was to grow their own companies. Mamta comes from a marketing background, Sid is an entrepreneur, uh, and he's literally used his podcast to leverage his business, raise finance and grow his audience, which means grow his client base over the period of time he's been doing it. So if I look out for that, that's uh, yeah, Sid and Mamta from Startup Hustle. So I look forward to sharing that with you on the next episode. But until then, thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you again on the next episode of the Spencer Lodge podcast.